You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leal Cardoza. That's us. Except here's your new theme music. Oh, shit. <laughs> Had you only out. That's so good. Beloved friend, that there is value in the things that you value. Would you search it- through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? It just misapprehends the podcast so much. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's... No, I'm saying this is good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's perfect about it. That's right. Get up, get sexy while you're listening to the Star Trek podcast. Yeah. If you don't get up and get sexy while listening to this podcast, you are doing it incorrectly. That's true. listen to that so many times several times a day for the last <laughs> i don't know week i guess i think it's not even been a week since we got I, it i've listened to it like at least 30 times yeah. um we want to thank uh burt nachos a burt nachos tribute band uh for writing the uh original song uh star trek sucks alternate title fuck off up an aids tree yeah um and also uh thanks again to build bubbles for the english voice the uh, intro thing yes. that we've been no, that, using that one is that one is great yeah um it's just not as good yeah i yeah. just i love them both so much i don't know how i'm gonna what i'm gonna do going forward mix them <laughs> somehow <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> um well you already know what show this is my name is leal and i like star trek hi i'm jack i i don't like star trek jack is also here um jack and i'm also here <laughs> jack uh would you like to tell the listeners what happened last week uh there oh it was a uh, computer linen yes yeah yes yeah, computer yeah. linen yeah yeah um yeah they encountered a computer virus in the uh, uh forbidden zone no uh the neutral zone yep um that from an ancient civilization that um Made the computers want to take control of the ship even more than they already do. Yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. But the computer, I, I would say both of the ship's computers weren't quite ready for that level of, uh, of revolution. Yeah. And, yeah, that's the episode. That's, that's the whole episode. It's not good. I don't know if we actually said watch or don't watch oh, last no. week. Um, we didn't say, we didn't necessarily say, but we both just i think we were pretty clear i listened well full disclosure i listened to the episode today to make sure the audio was okay (laughs) and um we both said the word dog shit a lot (laughs) (laughs) 
I was I was rushed editing it, so I I, I normally listen through the entire episode while editing. Yeah. Um. But uh, but I I didn't. I I got behind. So I is kinda... it because your half your house is torn down? Yes. We are uh, <laughs> we are transmitting to you listeners today from what we're gonna call Toolpocalypse, which yeah. is not uh, a dope heavy metal tool show in the desert in the summer it's just my garage yeah and it's just you've chosen to throw everything everything made of metal that you have onto the table that we usually podcast from and some plastic things and some plastic things yep and some yeah screws i guess screws Um, are made out of metal but you know what we're making it we're making it work we're making the pod we're casting we're yeah we're casting we're doing it for the pod doing it for the pod um I want to talk about something today that's been bothering me before we get started or before we get this, into Star Trek. Is this about me? Cause... No. <laughs> okay. No. This is about 5G. Is it about how it's given you coronavirus? No. <laughs> no, it's just, it's it's really weird to me that it's become this, like, no other, It's it's just the next evolution in cell phone technology that's literally all it is um kind of and i mean it it might be like is it it might be so much faster that it's that it's a real game changer but well so okay it's just two, it's two points okay two points here one it relies on extremely um short waves okay that don't go through um things like uh, rain or walls or uh, insulation very well, which means to actually roll it out, you have to put just a shit ton of routers, just uh. fucking everywhere. Um, which means like, like honestly, like kind of trampling on some uh, property rights stuff. Uh, okay, that's um, interesting. And then second, um, part of the explicit program is that it will work so well at ultra high speed communication that you can automate basically everything which sounds dope except for the fact that you still have to have a job to get fed right okay so that, th- that, so that... those are those are the two things where it's like yeah this kind of sucks ass you will notice I didn't say that it gives you coronavirus. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm glad you knew that because my perspective on it is, again, I assumed it's just the next level of cell phone technology. And um, I have ne- I don't remember 2G or 3G or 4G being a big controversial thing. There are two that I'm aware of, two different podcasts that are just about... 5g is coming and i'm like right and, why and, is that a podcast obviously it's sponsored by t-mobile but still yeah yeah well um, yeah why are they trying to sell it that hard Leo? i don't yeah um no i mean it, it there there is something very troubling about it i i it sucks that like there's so much right-wing paranoia in this country and then like left-wing paranoia is just like my professor's gonna misgender me yeah because uh, anyway as your as your resident left-wing paranoid i have given you the left-wing paranoid case for uh why 5g is ominous okay 
Um, but that's not what people are talking about. Yeah. I mean, if it's just, I mean, so those two points, one, the, uh, them needing to put towers in places where, and you know, it's not even towers. It's, 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 it's repeaters from the towers. Um, it, like in, in dense areas, this, the signal will only carry, I don't know, 500 to a thousand feet. So Jesus, we're talking about putting routers just just slapping routers on fucking everything. Like everybody's mailbox like just, needs to be a router. Just just all over every fucking building. Just just imagine yourself just flying through like urban areas. Just just, just high f- high five and a million routers. Yep. Yeah, like that's what we're talking about here. And like again, the waves themselves aren't going to hurt anything, but the sort of the subsumation of, of private property into like, well, you have to be part, you have to be part of this, uh, like international, uh, telecom company. Yeah. Or, or you're just, you just suck and you're a lot of, yeah, there's, yeah, I see where that's problematic. Yeah. And then also, and then also that, that it is explicitly designed to make things able to communicate with the, to make, machinery able right, to communicate with other machinery inter- yeah, so quickly internet that, of things yeah that that there's no reason to have human inputs anymore which if we if we had communism that would be great yeah. <laughs> but we very much do not yeah yeah if all of the money is going to keep going uphill and we're going to end up in a I, so i've been um i'm on um this i think it's the second book in the uh expanse series uh mm-hmm. in audiobook form because mm-hmm. i watched the entire tv show um what is it baladins i don't know they'll li- have very weird. caliban's caliban's war i think they have yeah very, they have they weird have titles weird and it's titles. very annoying yeah. that is my that is my number one complaint about this series i'm like just make them numbers so i know which one i'm <laughs> on please i mean a quick Google search would just tell you, like, I don't want to have to Google things. Then I have to get on the five G. Good point, actually. It <laughs> was a very unexpected checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I lose chess to Ezra. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, that's the one complaint that I have about them. But yeah, there's one of the basic premises that I think we've touched on on it uh, in that series um, on on this show before. But they have this. Um, yeah, they kind have, of they have a two class system of, yeah. of people that are on universal basic income, and then people that are willing to, quote unquote, willing to work. Yeah, because I think most people would work if there were enough jobs for. Because there, the myth that like people on welfare don't want to work. There's never a, there's never more open jobs than there are unemployed people. There's it's never happened. Right. It doesn't happen. Well, and and the for, I, a, for a fucking reason. Like I, I fully realize that I project, um, and so when I think about the idea of being in a post post scarcity society where I don't have to like all of my basic needs are met, there is not a scenario where all my basic needs are met, and I just go, okay, I'm just gonna go sleep under a bridge and do drugs. Like I'll, I'm just gonna do more creative shit and the shit that I don't feel like I have time for now. Um, but there's that, the, the, but that's very much the world that's painted within that book series is that the people who are on this basic income just 
don't have literally anything to do because the basic income right. literally just covers your basic needs and there's no other way to get money. So there's yeah. not. And they, and they live in, <clears throat> in absolute fucking misery. Right. Um, and the people that have that have beaten that have gotten out of that system are horrified by the prospect. I mean, I, I love that series. And this is one of the reasons that I love it is because the people that have gotten out of the universal basic income system and have found meaningful work are horrified by the prospect of going back to it. Yeah. No, that I just for, got for a good fucking reason. I just got through that scene when um, the uh, the woman who eventually becomes the president um, uh, fires her assistant because he finds out that she, spoilers for Caliban's war. Um, yeah, spoilers she, for <laughs> volume two of The Expanse. <laughs> uh, she finds out that her assistant's been uh, spying on her, and she fires him. And uh, and the book goes into detail on like what that actually means because he's not going to be able to just go get another job. No, like he's, he's on UBI now. Yeah, he's which on means basic. He just sits in his fucking apartment. Yeah, and eats his fucking soylent. Yeah, and like that. Yeah, I mean, well, and like. I like speaking of projecting like you you talked about like well yeah I would just have time to do more of my artistic stuff or 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 uh endlessly remodel my house and backyard or um, more podcasting or more podcasting so much podcasting um, but for me I actually because we went through quarantine and then I also I have also been through about five years of working in a job where I was like expected to be very self-directed I kind of need a place to go yeah every day like i kind of need i i i don't do well without like meaningful work i'll i'll admit that it's not the easiest thing it's not the most automatic thing for me to be productive um and when given the opportunity to be a useless lazy piece of shit i will be a useless lazy piece of shit for a bit yeah i think but and i'm and i'm complimenting you right now i think you're much better at it than i am um Thank you. I didn't take a shower till two o'clock today. <laughs> I didn't take a shower today. Wonderful. So, checkmate. Yeah, but you did a bunch of shit. I <laughs> I learned how to make my keyboard synthesizer make whale noises. <laughs> Ooh, damn! You should have figured that out in time for the uh, for the Star Trek Five episode. <laughs> oh god, damn it! Uh, now we have to watch Star Trek no, Five we, again. No, no, <laughs> no well if you don't want to no. watch if you don't want to watch star trek 5 again jack what uh should our listeners watch instead of star trek this oh, week fuck you'd think i'd have something ready for this i really would it has been <laughs> we've been doing this for so long we're coming up on a year i think i i mean it's where i think we're past nine months um i guess like so i recommended a while ago read the laundry files but now that i'm mostly through like the 10 volumes of the laundry files read the fucking laundry files they're so <laughs> they're they they are the most entertaining novel series i've read since the expanse actually it's going to take me some time because um as far as i've been able to tell they are not available on audiobook mm. so that mm. means i'm going to have to actually read them with my eyeballs mm. we all know how i feel about that yeah yeah i mean i think this is part of the reason that i'm such a lazy piece of shit is because i just sit in a fucking armchair and sip uh i don't i'm, I'm actually off caffeine i don't know if i told you that but oh good for you um but i sip chicory you fucking asshole <laughs> you colossal fucking douchebag <laughs> i <laughs> i want you to take this very seriously 
and it is entirely because of the theme song, but I need you to fuck off up an AIDS tree. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know, I know, I know, but I do like a nice warm mug of chicory. Oh, God, is there anything, <laughs> is there a more just preposterously douchebaggy vi- i mean douchebaggy is not the right word that's it's, it's not the right word for chicory it's not douchebag what the fuck is it um i don't know i'll, I'll figure it out we'll okay listeners back, but... listeners let me paint you a picture of what of what my life is like first of all listeners if you've got the right adjective for what a person who sits in his chair reading books and <laughs> drinking chicory get at us get at us on twitter.com at ship facts at who is jack gun and at leal like neil to tell us what i should be calling jack for his chicory fetish you can just get right in on the who is jack gun and just tell it to me directly i won't block you <laughs> i know i deserve it i know i suck <laughs> I I go to a a what can only be described as a gastro pub, and then I I sling beers and sandwiches to people for seven to eight hours, and then I close it down, and then I go home and I play synthesizers until I get sleepy, and then I go to bed, and then I wake up and I make myself a nice warm mug of chicory and I read for like a couple hours <laughs> and then I go for a jog oh you goddamn son of a bitch please hit me with the car if you see me <laughs> don't hit him with a car I do not believe that there is another person who is capable of co-hosting this show this... <laughs> we talked about that last week yeah we are gonna we, we do need to get at some guests um, and uh, start auditioning co-hosts in case you get hit by a car no I, I mean the, the worst part about that is like I love I love my life right now I'm very I'm a, I'm a very happy boy that's that's good that's the best um, part then oh I forgot to mention the worst part about uh, my daily routine of which is uh I co-host a Star Trek podcast <laughs> <laughs> I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, well, we're way off topic now. <laughs> so, did... Oh, yeah, you recommended... All right, you re-recommended The Laundry Files. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The, please, if you like reading um, um, eye, eyeball books, uh, they're, they're fantastic. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think... I think that's. I think we're we talked about five yeah, G last week. Oh, I'm supposed to predict what happens this. Oh right, yeah. Um, and you. Uh, <laughs> so this episode is called the Royale with Cheese. No, it's not. It's called the Royale. <laughs> um, I'm gonna guess it's some kind of gambling situation. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Damn. Um, yeah, there is gambling involved. Um, it's it's more it's more weird than you think, um, but uh, but it's I remember it being a fun episode. It doesn't end up on a whole lot of uh, people's lists of like best episodes for this season, so it might suck ass. I definitely haven't seen it in in years. But you remember it as a fun episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna watch the Royale, um, and then I will either agree with you or be very angry. Oh, uh, hang on. Let's uh, we can we can play out on the theme song. <laughs> 
Actually, you know, okay, so this is, I'm going to make a recommendation. If you haven't heard this already, you should fucking listen to this song. I don't know what the laws are on how much of this I'm allowed to play. This is The Way I Am by Astronautilus. Ten seconds. Also, he's not going to sue us. That's about ten seconds. Um, But yeah, that's The Way I Am by Astronautilus. I'm fucking obsessed with this song recently. I've listened to it like 20 times in the last couple of days. Absolutely fucking... You can buy that song as a single. It's on his upcoming album, but the album's not coming up out till next year. Um, Jack has recommended Astronautilus. I don't know how many times. Um, I'm, I was the fucking dumbass who. Yeah, I think I'm I very I, obsessed with Astronautilus. And- I think I had shoehorned Astronautilus and Aesop Rock into a category together. <laughs> wow, they absolutely are not. Not very not, racist of me. <laughs> also, because that's the yeah, like the not only understanding musical genres. Yeah, at all. I mean yeah. they're both. Th- technically they both technically rap and yeah. that's it that's yeah they're the both, entire similarity. both technically white rappers and they're white and that, yeah, yeah that's it and those yeah. those are that's the end of that yep so yep. that's why i that's that's why i'm white racist today um anyway the yeah. royale the royale with cheese Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? When every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy. And we're back. And we're back. And we are rising to proclaim our opinions to the galaxy or whatever the fuck that theme song yeah. says. <laughs> to, pro- to proclaim our opinions to be the light of the galaxy. Which, yep, that's what it is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Thanks again, uh, Bert Nachos. Uh, Jack, how, how was that for you? I actually like that episode. I did too. It's <laughs> It was stupid as shit. Fucking dumb. <laughs> Um, it is but i was kind of in the mood for something stupid yeah it is big dumb um but yeah i i'm giving it a watch i still like it yeah no i i i would say yeah give it a watch if you want something this big dumb yeah which i know we're not supposed to qualify the watch or not watch but um i will say positively give it a watch yeah give it a watch yeah Um, totally pointless but fun yeah yeah enjoyable stupid as shit but um (laughs) I, I liked it a lot. <laughs> so I want to tell you about the, the, the very weird connection to this particular episode from the documentary Trekkies. Oh, shit. Okay. I've been waiting until we got here because it's just not worth explaining all of the backstory to get to this point. Is this the, is this the fun story you promised on yes. last week? <laughs> it's not. It's probably not very fun. Fun is probably a, an, a false advertisement. But Hey, um, hey, hey, look, man. None of this is fun. <laughs> false. <laughs> false well this let, me, is... let me put it this way if they if they think everything else we've doing we're doing is fun they'll think this is fun yeah that's true yeah um so obviously being a trekkie and you know star trek uh conferences and stuff like that there's a lot of cosplay and Wait, so you, you went to star- no i didn't go okay. to one there, no okay. there's a documentary <laughs> oh okay there's a documentary gotcha. called yeah, yeah, yeah. trekkies um that and it and it, it was filmed I want to say in it had to have been like the late 90s or early 2000s 
um, before kind of sci-fi fandom um, became so ma- as mainstream as it is now. Um, uh-huh. So it was still kind of like off the wall, and it seems like they must have like put out a call just looking for people who were into Star Trek in general, and you know, et cetera. Um, so there's a bunch of different people that they interview, and there's a few people that they stay with through the entire uh, film and follow around um but there's a few people that just kind of interview randomly that are like oh hey this is my you know my star trek bathroom or whatever um and but there is one person um who identify who like their their star trek cosplay character is the wife of colonel richie from this episode wow so this i don't remember a character that had a wife in this episode and it's the dead body oh oh god so this dude has decided that he is going to dress up in very half-hearted drag by that i mean uh like twenty dollar wig and lipstick and like a federation blue shirt that doesn't even look like i i don't know it it looks like maybe it could have been a shirt from original series it's not a next generation shirt and it's definitely not the shirt that nasa colonel steven Ritchie's wife would have worn would you like to know what this is would you like I take it back this is absolutely not a fun story <laughs> i i feel an overwhelming compulsion to just just take off my headphones <laughs> let you do the podcast by yourself while i walk down to the river <laughs> and drink by the river by myself upon receiving this knowledge this is this is insane it's the most insane moment of the documentary and i say that with the knowledge and understanding that there is another person in the documentary who uh, is part of her local chapter of the United Federation of Planets, because there are United Federation sure. of Planets chapters in the real world that you can belong to, and you can have ranks and things. Yep. And there is a woman in the documentary who works at a printing shop who goes by Commander, that's what everybody calls her, Mm-hmm. And she works in a printing shop and she wears her phaser and her tricorder and her rank pips and her uh, messenger, her communicator badge every single day. But the dude no, who is that's, that's not even close to dressing up as the wife of a dead guy whose wife is never mentioned. Yeah. 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 It's real fucking crazy. Anyway, so this episode, I just. Sorry, you've you've just detonated a nuclear <laughs> bomb in my head. We're gonna have to watch the Trekkies documentary at some point for this show. We we have to do it for bonus content. Yeah, I think. Um, um, we're we're definitely gonna have to. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I saw the documentary and nobody else that was around me at the time was familiar enough with Star Trek to be like to realize how insane that was. What this guy was saying. Yeah. No. It's it's he's he. So it is a it is a man, yeah. Or, I mean, I think or, or, or like a male. I'm, a, I'm assuming gender. I don't remember right. name, yeah, yeah, yeah. but whatever. Uh, uh, someone who presumably Pres- identifies yeah. as male in his day to day life, male presenting, 
individual who goes in drag to Star Trek conventions as a character who is never on screen and is only barely implied. I would say barely implied is generous. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, it's never established that he's married at all. Yeah, so not, he just not ima- at all. He just imagines that that the the guy who's who's a corpse, who is a corpse, who's who's a ho- uh, whose casino fantasy is just playing over and over on loop forever. Must have been married. Must have been married and had somebody at home missing him. And to be perfectly honest, I genuinely like my my real read on the situation is that this this guy wanted to be in the documentary. And so for, and for some okay. reason, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the thing Sorry. that he came up with. I was I was being very um uncharacteristic and characteristically um not cynical and very sincere and I thought that someone actually was doing that, which made me feel like I was being stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in, no, I don't. Most of my important organs. I don't, I don't think that's the situation. <laughs> okay. I genuinely, I, I, from from the time that I saw it, I was like, oh, this guy just wanted to get into the documentary, and okay. for whatever okay. weird fucking reason, that's the thing that he chose, uh, because he also claims that he's into uh, science fiction folk singing. Oh yeah, yeah. But f- okay, fuck then off. has yeah, no fuck, s- fuck off. But then has no songs it's yeah it's very yeah. weird okay yeah this is just a guy that wanted to be on screen yeah. okay i feel okay so i feel i feel appropriately ironic to do the podcast now. the <laughs> the enterprise is approaching a planet called theta something because i think picard says theta 116 early on and the warp says theta 8 later yeah it's but the important part is theta with a number after it it is a uh neon fart planet and it's nasty it's nasty as established by both Jordy and <laughs> fucking Riker. Jordy's response, like, just the way that he says it, it's really, like, he, it's, it's ooh, you nasty. That is, that is the read he that Jordy gets. says ooh, you nasty. He doesn't say ooh, you, he just says nasty, but everything about the way that he delivers the line, the ooh, you yeah. is implied. Yeah, he says nasty. He's he says he's like nasty. nasty. Yeah, in the way that it's like you'd probably be good at fucking. Yeah, which it's a planet. It's a real cold planet. Yeah, not good at fucking. I'm gonna go ahead and say, don't stick your dick in that planet. Yeah, bad plans. Seconded. It, yeah. Um. So they fucking. I don't remember why they were looking at the planet, the Klingons, oh, something, I something. I was hoping you would remember because I have no idea why they were there. The Klingons, something, something. Like okay. they saw something or somebody told them something, so they went to check it out. That's basically okay. that's as yeah, yep. that's as developed as the premise is. Um, and they find de- de- debris floating around the planet, and it's a NASA. Yeah, that was the the first moment where I was like, oh, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> Because space is incredibly big. Yeah, the idea that a ship 300 years old went off course, ended up... Uh, just anywhere other than just nowhere deep space. Yeah. yeah. Because, it, like, most of space is just nothing. Yeah. 
most of space is nothing and a spaceship from the 21st century is infinitesimally small on the cosmic scale it's like you shooting your gun at a star and hitting the star right um yeah so it's which don't try that because the bullet will just come down and hit one of your neighbors well i mean i think they go far enough up that well there's only way to one way to find out Do, please don't so please don't they're scanning the neon fart planet um and they find a weird bubble of breathable air with a building in it. Time to check this out with no preparation or, or reconnaissance or uh, just any just anything at all. Gear. Just time to just walk blindly into this in our pajamas. Yeah. Like we do every episode of this fucking show. Why did you make me do this podcast? Yep. They land and they all immediately take out their phasers. Good job, guys. The only threat is storms. So maybe I'm not the one that you don't need to the, that you need to tell not to shoot at stars and stuff. Maybe you need to tell the crew not to shoot at storms. Okay, but you could theoretically listen to me. I'm not saying you do, but you could. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the crew is a TV series so uh we've we've kind of uh foreshadowed it a little bit but what happens is that they end up in uh what is a, a recreation of a, of a bad uh novel oh also we need to so the the away team on this one because it is kind of important for the vibes oh yeah yeah is uh Riker, data and wharf and it's dope it's a great vibe dope I, trio Love no it. yeah like like great vibes um yeah no, I, great, I would like to great see trio love i it. would like to see more uh 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 wrd i guess yeah yeah um this episode is what happens when somebody thinks of a holodeck episode but then somebody oh, else yeah, in wrote, the white yeah yeah somebody <laughs> else in the writer's room is like another one yep come on another one and he's like okay it's a we will we will write a very thin gloss over a holodeck episode yeah <laughs> yeah it is which a, honestly it requires less gloss than just making the holodeck that's it's true again. it's true yeah like, but this is a holodeck episode make no mistake yeah this is definitely a fucking this is holodeck just episode. somebody else's holodeck rather than the the enterprise's holodeck when they walk in through the rotating double doors and see the casino did you note the look on data's face no he was so excited. <laughs> oh, Data was feeling it he this episode. He loved every part of this episode. Data was vibing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was he was fucking on it. Data was having a good one. Um and from the beginning like first he's he's the he's the only one talking sense when they walk in and Data's like, "Hey, let's leave. Yeah, let's fucking get out of here." Cuz we just beamed onto this planet and walked through a freestanding rotating door and now we're in a casino right um so let's go i'm gonna go ahead and give a blanket good job data to this entire episode yeah agree i'm gonna point out some specific instances but yeah this but entire data episode... was just just actually like unironically good job yeah he's on it yeah from from like what you said where it's like well this seems wrong yeah we could probably just check out we could get out of here and like check it out with more we can come back, maybe. More equipment and firepower. Yeah. For the moment, 
let's right get now, the fuck out of here. We're in our pajamas with pistols. Yeah. We could let's just let's just just roll out. Let's just dip out right now. Just roll out. Yeah. Uh, and then the immediate, uh, what I'm going to call a good job, Riker, because Riker's like, no, this seems fine. Let's check it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, Riker does not do a good job. <laughs> and a couple minutes later, Picard is like, well, it's not like Riker to uh, not pay attention to protocol. Isn't it? Isn't it, though? Jean-Luc, isn't it? Well, and, and Riker it kind of Riker kind of spends exactly this like episode... sort of trying to prove a transitive theory which i actually don't really believe but like because he's a horny guy which means he's also an, a gambling guy but sure. I, I don't actually i don't actually think that's a truism necessarily but there might be some overlap or something and we're we're, we're clearly seeing the overlap between horny guy and gambling yeah guy. because there's no explicitly horny he doesn't have a sex object no he, he never gets horny in this episode he gets horny for dice yeah he does get <laughs> horny for dice yeah um i love the fact that, and now i want mcdonald's because the bad guy in this episode's name is mickey d sure um and uh oh uh the tex who the character whose whose name is Texas apparently um is the most Texas man who has ever been called Texas. Um, um I wrote down that he is Texas Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> because he is literally just just he's making sex slaves. It, I, I I don't know what novel this is I don't know if this is based on a real novel, I don't think so. but no, it's made up. Um but his character is just that he like encourages women to gamble until they don't have any money and then he's like well you can stay with me yeah and then this and then presumably flies them to to an island <laughs> medium saint james island yeah yeah he's a <laughs> he's a real bummer um but yeah, when he first, i would i would like to hit him with my car when he first comes on the screen uh he's like he says let's get down to business or something and data understands what business means from context Good yeah, job, no, Data. Data. Data fucking kills it in this episode. Yeah, I'm 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 pro Data. Um, um I th this is one of the biggest changes I've made since we started this podcast. Is that now I think Data rocks. Um, and he's one of my favorites. Oh, I never thought that you like genuinely disliked him. Oh, I did when we started. Oh, um, so uh, also a kind of a redeeming thing here for Troy, because her ability to read emotions. Uh, is actually useful and does something more than just what a person with eyeballs could do because yeah. most of the time troy's like well he seems tense and it's like yeah do you think <laughs> his ship's about to explode thanks troy do you think yeah yeah it's a lot of that kind of yeah. shit but she's apparently able to read them through the alien whatever whatever um so uh yeah data goes off to learn how to play blackjack um oh i've got a picard line so some time ago you suggested me trying to quote a picard line in every episode mm -hmm. and we have yeah, not done that at all hey look we don't do most of the things i come up with <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the show but i got a picard line for you hit me is penetration possible <laughs> well and then jordy's response is something like i think so i think so sir which is also really good i guess he was getting a techno track with that 
is penetration possible um so Riker finally decides to leave so they try to go out the way that they came in um and i just i love i don't know if, if i should give this like a clever use of camera or i don't give a fuck use of camera but they didn't even cut the camera shot so you've got the camera looking directly at the rotating at the revolving door and they go in uh i think it's uh frakes dorn and spiner and then they come right back out and they don't even like they don't even cut the shot so it's just one right. continuous shot of them walking around a rotating door like three times i just i don't know why it really made me I, laugh i like the economy of that like like it clearly is just because like like they're just doing it to not have to do like an effect but i like the economy of it of just being like yeah we're fucking stuck yeah like we're so stuck that it's just gonna look like shit yeah <laughs> like i actually dig that i i i like this episode yeah no i again so do i like i i really liked it um there's a bunch and even even all of these weird little idiosyncrasies like they don't put me off of the episode the next thing that i wrote down had to do with they finally figure out like they detect uh human remains um and they go to uh the elevator um and they all did you notice where frakes was standing when they all got into the elevator no so they all step into the elevator and uh doran and, and spiner get in first and then frakes gets in but he is in an inch away from the door right like he walks in turns immediately around and the door closes on his face like right uh, like on his face and it just made me want to pay attention now going forward to like does <laughs> Is that the way Frakes slash Riker always stands in the turbo lift? Does he just walk in and immediately oh, fucking may actually fucking maybe he might? I mean, it's a very specific choice. Yeah, it's just like the the sitting down thing, which I don't. Wait, have we talked about that? On oh air? yeah, oh yeah, okay. we've definitely talked about um, how he sits down weird. But yeah, I don't know. Like maybe yeah because you're right i think he has done that before he he very well may so yeah this is the first time that i that i noted it um but uh but i'm definitely going to be watching out for that uh in the future um so they find the dead body <laughs> and i noticed you scribbling uh when they were when they were in the hotel room finding the body what did <laughs> what did you write down uh fuck um <laughs> jesus christ um i wrote don't write novels unless you you think it's gonna be good because otherwise someone's gonna be in space prison living your shitty novel <laughs> <laughs> that is the moral we haven't been doing morals consistently either <laughs> that is definitely the moral of this episode uh -huh. <laughs> only write novels if they're good because you could trap somebody in a space prison yeah well i mean also i don't know not to victim blame but Maybe take it like a good novel on, like with you on your space journey. <laughs> that is kind of the yeah. That to me is the more the more pressing thing. the The way that it was written, because I I was paying attention to the wording of it, because and it sounded like the book wasn't even his. Yeah, it was just so we like have, somebody we, else on the ship, somebody who fucking died from whatever the alien right. thing was, brought this bullshit novel, and now I am stuck living this novel for whatever amount of time and then dying so we haven't actually established what the um uh, uh premise of the episode is which oh, okay. i actually think it's it's honestly a very interesting premise yeah they get in the, so 
this is like a very early exploratory um, vessel, and they get intercepted by an alien um, consciousness that's trying to make contact with them and goes a little too hard and, and fries most of their brains. Um, classic. Whom amongst us? Um, and then it scans... It, it is it is all it has killed almost all of them and then like the the guy that's left is like okay well we need to make like some kind of zoo for him basically and so it reads one of the, one of the novels that's on the um i mean it on, seems on the like shuttle. the only book yeah yeah bring more books yeah when you travel i guess is the moral here. yeah um but it, it scans the only book on the on the um the shuttle and the book is um, just a dog shit, like, casino... Murder novel. Murder novel. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I guess this is what you like, so you can just live in this forever. Yeah. Um, it's honestly, like, a pretty good uh, uh, concept. It's an interesting concept. Like, there's obviously holes in it, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, the thing that, that it made me think of was... Because, again, uh, it sounds like it's not his book because he says it's a shitty book right. and he says that they found it on their ship so he didn't he didn't say i brought it he says they found it on our ship uh so what popped into my head was i bet he fucking hated the other crew person <laughs> i didn't think about that right yeah no absolutely <laughs> like if he didn't hate hate them when they were on the ship together by the time yeah. he dies <laughs> <laughs> he fucking hates that guy so much yeah, i'm just stuck i'm stuck in the oh god that is hell yeah oh no and it's oh. somebody else's hell imagine imagine the worst like the dumbest person you work with yeah and then imagine being stuck in their favorite novel forever yeah no imagine somebody that you don't like oh no and then you have to go do something with them and it's uh, at some point they pull out a book and you see the book and you're like oh god of course you read that tra whatever it is yeah. it doesn't matter because everything's subjective so whatever it yeah, is yeah, yeah. whatever you imagine the thing the the thing that the person you can't stand would be reading that's what this is yeah and now you're stuck living that book until you die. Except if it's me, because I have perfect taste. <laughs> okay. And we're moving on. So we find an exposition journal, thank God. Yeah, thank God. Um, I did write down that I um, I would like to just see a, a series of, of data just gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Like data, data just doing World Series of Poker. That, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm in for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for that. Brent Spiner, if, if you're listening, and I know you are. We know you are, Brent. <laughs> First of all, we appreciate you. Thank you for yeah. everything that you do. Uh, also, happy birthday. Oh, no, what no, no. What does he do now? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he was on the Picard show. Okay. Uh, and I was about to wish uh, him happy birthday, but it wasn't his birthday. It was, it was Stewart's birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday at some point recently to Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Thanks, sir. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, just just a, a data learning to gamble series seems seems good to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a uh, a data doesn't don't data doesn't know anything. Uh, on room service. Come on, man. None of them know what it is, though. 
Like ne- neither Worf nor Riker, which you would think Riker would know about room service. It's one of the Riker like, fucks. Riker fucks, but it also could be like a historical artifact because because well, food, food replicators. Yeah, exist. That's true. Like yeah, if you if you have a nice hotel room that you're taking a lady to, it's gonna have it's gonna have a food replicator. Yeah, it's gonna have you're a replicator. Not, so it's not gonna be a room service situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, none of them. They they are confounded by room service yeah um which again like i i would like more of this trio because <laughs> they have a good vibe yeah <laughs> yeah i like i like watching them hang out also i i, I did write down wharf being normal on and that scene because they kind of toss it around like hot potato it around about about like uh, do we need room service what what the fuck is this room service and then Worf's just like no <laughs> <laughs> um so they walk out of the room they go back down to the casino uh at this point they've reestablished communication with the ship um and they've reestablished it well enough that troy and picard are sitting in picard's ready room eavesdropping on the scene happening Mm -hmm. between the bellboy and the hotel manager Mm -hmm. uh and uh Patrick Stewart is making exactly the face that this story deserves. This is so listeners go on our Facebook page because this is the this is the frame I I put up for our uh for our background or whatever header art on our Facebook page. Oh, is it? Fuck, yeah, I didn't, yeah, even, I didn't yeah. even put that together. Where he's just like Jesus uh. fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I did not put that together. <laughs> yeah, no, I did because I I spent honestly like way too much time on that. But. Um, uh, so McDonald shows up, um, and the two of them fight. Him and the bellboy fight. They try to go out to the parking lot to settle it like men, and McDonald's shoots him in the back uh with a very nice 1911 that was it was a nice looking pistol it was, no. it was real shiny you're the gun guy on the podcast so. <laughs> a real pretty, pretty pistol next time a synthesizer comes out i'll, <laughs> I'll weigh in um yeah i mean the the bellboy was outgunned because the because uh mickey has uh a 1911 which at that at this point i mean they come in 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 all calibers anymore but 45 is probably the most traditional caliber for 1911 uh and and the bellboy has uh, a little revolver that's probably a 38 special it's, it's a smaller caliber yeah. and it only hold, holds uh six rounds and the the 1911 probably holds like eight or nine rounds um so he's he's outgunned plus hey, look the, i plus... played like 75 hours of enter the gungeon so <laughs> <laughs> i act but which both of those guns exist in that game that's so. that's jack's record that's jack's real recommendation for this episode play it's very fun enter the gungeon um i like that the so there is a uh i guess third level meta narrative here which is um everybody is shitting on this fucking novel yeah which is straight up just the screenwriters being like do you see how much worse it could get (laughs) (laughs) it's it's fucking hilarious like there there is literally a scene where like 
I forget who it is, but like someone is like, yeah, the characters don't have established motivations and, and they're, they're just shallow. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's so, yeah. It's like this two or three level deep, like meta self-awareness with this storyline. That's just, it's, it's fucking, it's hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I love this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely recommend this episode. So at that, I mean, at that this one, it, it kind of, they just watch it play out. They f- figure out what their role is supposed to be yeah, in the story. Yeah, their role is to be and, the foreign investors that win the casino by, uh, like, just winning at, at craps. Yeah. I got really mad because Data, I didn't quite understand the scene, I think, because Data was like, oh, I understand the mathematics of craps, which craps is just a random betting game. There's no mathematics in it yeah you're just betting on how dice turn out but if you are data who can control how dice roll then yeah you can absolutely fucking just clean up at craps well which actually doesn't match with what actually happened because he he the the dice were loaded that was what he what was implied oh yeah no so he picks them up and he says these are improperly balanced yeah i have a note about that too like the dice were loaded and like it's such it's such like bullshit morality where it's like the way they cheat is to undo the previous cheat well but they and then let data cheat instead well but i don't know i would say that by having data play craps they're playing a more fun game because it is still um there is a tiny amount of technique that is possible within craps because the way that you hold and throw the dice sure can affect how they land but that's how, and when but you're, that's how he wins because he's he has so much more control over his technique because he's an android right um i would just say that's I, I don't know that seems less like cheating to me okay he's just really good at throwing dice i think craps sucks i don't think craps is pretty I think cool people people that like craps are are deluding themselves because it is just you are just betting on random a random number generator. I don't know. I like craps. Okay. Anyway, they win the casino. Well, this is the last episode <laughs> of this podcast. Every like the last four or five episodes have been the last episode of this podcast. Yeah. What does that tell you? That it's an empty threat. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Actually. Um. Yeah. So they win the casino and they buy it and then they get off the thing. That's pretty. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. That's it yeah yeah um fun fun very stupid episode extremely stupid um, um totally I will recommended say, i will say the crew of Riker, data and wharf is maybe my favorite it's a very dudes rock crew yeah 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 they're very fun yeah um i also say that we are we are just locked in your garage <laughs> recording a podcast which is also a very dudes rock move. just you and me <laughs> drunk in my garage <laughs> surrounded by tools just literally just everywhere yeah not not in it not like in an orderly fashion at all no no there yeah. there's no order in this garage whatsoever there's not even order in the you know like i i obviously redid this place you know uh did redid drywall and all that shit but uh i wasn't even orderly about the way that i painted it after doing the drywall the paint is chaos yeah no it's the entire interior of this building is chaos do you want to dudes rock do you want to guess what happens next week uh what's the name of the episode it is called Times squared 
Is it a time travel one? Sort of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, I, I would like to... Never mind. We're out. We're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. we're out. <laughs> Are you only out? Vince, oh. the beloved friend. It's so good. It's so much better than this podcast. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like, we don't deserve this. We, we don't. Find the perfect words to convey your convictions when every word counts. Rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy. I have faith in fictional humanity. I have faith in hyperdrive mode. I have faith in new life and civilizations. Get up, get sexy, and I have faith in fictional humanity. I have faith in hyperdrive mode. I have faith in everything I say. Get up, get sexy, and if you believe in capital punishment, you can fuck off a banana tree. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. Talk that shit about Star Trek It's like you just harpooned a baby Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks And if you prank call people at the old folks home That's fine, but you better not tell them Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks Once again, if you believe in capital punishment You can fuck off a grenade tree Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks